For any Yankee fans looking for a podcast to listen to, I suggest you check out NYY Sports Talk. Are you listening? Tune into the fellas. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. There's no BS, there's no drama. Uh. Just feel like you with the fellas talking baseball. Welcome back. This is episode 259 of the NYYST podcast. I'm your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And SGR. What a... The fellows are back to a little, little break here. I missed uh, you guys. It, it was weird, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. It feels like we haven't done a show in a long yeah. time. I know. But uh, we, we let some things ruminate here. Ruminate? Is that a word? I made it up if it's not. I don't think that's a word. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. You can make Uh, up your own words and definitions now. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. So uh so we do have some we do have plenty of stuff to talk about. Yankees are making some roster moves here. Uh there's some some stuff going on in the rumor mill as the GM meetings start. Um it's uh it's Tuesday night. Uh, you know, you're gonna listen to this on Wednesday morning. Kind of a weird day for us. Like, when do we ever record on Tuesdays? But, we're just kind of going going with the flow. Yeah, we're going with the flow. We're going right with the now. punches right now. Speaking of punches, punches the director's top. cut of Rocky Four is gonna be released this weekend. I thought you were gonna hey, say hey, something hey, about. Hey. I thought you were gonna say something about her mom. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna release the new uh, Rocky cut. I I, I beat Drago in there. Wait, Spoiler, spoilers, bro. Fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna lose in this one. <laughs> what do you when think he he's first... gonna be like when he's like 90? Because you know oh, he's gonna he's... live till like he's like 100. Isn't he is 90? Isn't he? No, he's uh, no, he's, 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 he's up a, there though. No, I know he's in his 70s. Like you know how old people are just hard to he's understand up. to begin with. What's he gonna <laughs> be like? <laughs> Why don't you actually take a time to listen to him? He's actually he's not as uh as you think he would be. He sounds like he has <laughs> fucking marbles in his mouth. We gotta get to the Patreon because we do have a new Patreon this uh new patron this week. Yeah, I haven't been on there in forever. Our first uh, sorry, I'm going to assume your gender. Um, but I'm gonna assume it's our first female patron, Jessica Ooh. Schwartz. I think that's a strong assumption. That's a good. I think it's a. I think it's a. Um, a, a safe assumption. Jessica, well, thank, thank you, for, you. Thank you. Uh, go to patreon.com slash nyyst. Become a patron of the show for as low as five bucks a month. We'll get you exclusive content, and not um, <laughs> that there's been much of any. And that kind of falls on me. I just there'll be uh, more. No, it falls on me too. I could. I could. I should be doing shit. But we'll get there. We got a lot. Yeah, we got a lot amping up. We got a lot going on in our lives right now. I'll tell you what, though. If you haven't been on Patreon yet and you want to put yourself through the misery of the 2021 season, there are some really good shows on there uh, that I did uh, that I would definitely say you know check out if especially if you want like raw type reaction as any yeah. of shit. it's like um it's like for you if you were to go back and watch How I Met Your Mother because you hated the finale. Actually, I'm in season nine right now. I've been Isn't that funny? See, so you like watch it again, and then fucking watching that show again, and you'll just hope for a different ending, even though you know it's coming. That's kind of like going back to our Patreon and and watching some of Christian's really good solo yeah. episodes on there. Like you know what you know what's coming, but it's still fun to watch. Right. Let me ask you a question because you're you would be the guy to ask for something like this. 
If I watch the director's cut of Rocky Four and I like it more, which I think I will, than Should the you original, really is that canon now? Like, do you skip the original yeah, Rocky Four when you do a rewatch? Especially Did you? Because he's the director. Did right? it come out Sylvester yet? Stallone's director's uh, cut. It's it's got it's got a one night theatrical release on Thursday, and it's going to be streaming on Friday. Now, will no, you? I think. I think I think this is the new. This will be the new version of the movie. So you don't watch the original Rocky Four anymore, is what you're saying? Well, you can, but if this one's better, then what's the point? Oh, I think it is. I watched the. He he released a whole making of documentary on his Instagram. I watched it. I'm very excited. Couldn't for understand one word, but it was great. Um, do you go yank before, after, or during, during. when you watch Rocky Four director's cut? Uh, I, I might have no. I don't. Mm, I don't know. It's gonna be tough. Right, right. During, he does it during the montage because mm. they made it extra long. For the Did they? Oh, wow, I'm ex- I'm very excited for yeah, this. I, when he first announced, when Stallone montage. first announced that he was doing this, I said, "Wow, something good actually came out of COVID." And people were like, "People are dying. How could you say something like that?" Jesus, Jesus Christ! I mean, it was like actually, like he. I guess really the. The crux of how this came to be is that he got bored sitting around doing nothing. He's like, let me re-edit this 30-year-old movie. It's been a while since we had time to, to, to fluff. We should do a watch party. We should all watch it together watch on Zoom. Uh, that could be my fourth yeah, viewing. I'm, I'm probably going to watch app. it six or seven times this weekend. Yeah, I know. The dog is behind the couch for some reason. He fucking wants to get away from you. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. So uh, <clears throat> now he's back. All right, we have big news to break here. What's that? Sad, sad news. It's really, you wanted to go into 2022 feeling hopeful, but with this news, it's really, you're already starting the season on the wrong foot, and it's going to be tough to overcome it. What, that Luis Rojas is likely the next third base coach for the Yankees? No, that's second on the list. First is that we had to say goodbye to Andrew Heaney, officially. Andrew Heaney, I guess, would be the first, quote, big free agent to sign in one year, $8 million. Hold on. uh, I have to stop you. He's not, quote, first big free agent. You cannot lump him in with, quote, big... First big free agent. That is not a big free agent. Oh, you give a guy $8 million. I mean, it's not. That's because the Dodgers have fuck money. Ever heard of it? The Yankees used to have it. Brian Cashman might have it again. We'll get to that that later in the show. But they're like, yeah, Andrew Haney, fuck it. I mean, I mean, uh, he was the first name free agent. Do you recognize his name? Can you say that? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, to sign, he got one year, eight million, little, little bit extra over. I think some people reported as like as high as eight seven. I, I, I you know, good for. The He's Dodgers. not even big enough of a free agent for them to uh, accurately, accurately report, report his, salary. his salary. Correct. Okay, so I, I never thought in a million years that the first show we did after the keep him dump was when we came back. We would have to spend time on Andrew Heaney, but apparently we do. Uh, y'all are embarrassing yourselves right now, and um, it's not everybody, but apparently people are taking to social media to apologize for the guy and act, actually actively 
taunt's not the right word, but chastise the Yankees for not bringing them back? I mean, what the fuck did you guys watch this past year? He gave up 13 home runs. 13. Dude, Chris, you say you're the smartest guy in the room, right? Definitely by far. 13 home runs in 35 innings. Is that good? I mean, I'm I'm not as smart as you are, but is that good? It's like a little under 50%, so no. Um, You know, it'd be like people don't put things into context anymore. It's like we're talking about a Yankee team that not only regressed this year, but has way too many question marks, and you're upset about Andrew Heaney? Are you fucking Addy? Did you not see? Did you not watch with your eyes? Like, it's almost as if some of us live in a different universe. They do. A well, different reality. It It's exactly what it is because they're looking at his 27% K rate. Did you? Like, I, yeah, his twenty seven percent carry and his thirty seven percent home run rate. You don't you don't listen to, to Rogan or watch Rogan, right? But he just had Theo Vaughn on, who's hilarious, and they talked about how yeah. how crazy the world's getting, and they they compared it to when you're let's just say you're driving down the Garden State Parkway and you have you know Z one hundred on or whatever, and you hit that point where the radio starts to go into the other zone. And like two yeah. songs are playing at once and you're kind of stuck in the middle. That's where we are in, in reality. I really, I really feel that way. And it's like some people yeah. are just caught. And, and if, and if you're upset that the Yankees let Andrew Heaney go, you're one of those people. Like, honestly, it's pretty embarrassing. Like, I know we call out a lot of dumb things that the fans do, but like, this is pretty, this I feel is like this bad. is a very it, small mi- minority though. It doesn't the, matter. Like it should, but honestly, though, if you think about it, Chris, shouldn't this be zero percent? Like exactly zero percent of people on social media should be mad yes. or campaigning for Andrew Heaney or not mad that he's not here anymore. They should be. Not only should they not be mad, they should actually be celebrating the fact that the Yankees don't have an opportunity to sign him anymore. I'll take it that far. In this whole narrative that he was treated unfairly and he was yeah, thrown Lindsay, into the fire. Lindsay uh, Adler. Yeah, that's what happened. I mean, when you seriously, get like you, at the deadline, he didn't ask for baseball this. Baseball player. Yeah, he didn't yeah. ask for this, and he was treated poorly by the fans. You what? Gotta, you, I mean, you got to bring up every four innings. He was giving up a home run. This is this is was uh, Lindsay Adler's quote after uh, the news broke that. Uh, Heaney signed with the uh, Dodgers here. Let me bring it up here. So sorry, Andrew, that you got thrown into the fire and and had an opportunity to wear pinstripes, which most guys pray to do. Don't don't knock it. Don't knock him because it's not coming from his mouth. I mean, (laughs) so, um, (coughs) you know, she quote tweeted Rosenthal's tweet uh, about the deal. And she says, good luck to him. Dude was thrown into the fire after being traded to New York and took a lot of crap from the fan base for it. Uh, excuse me. He took a lot of crap because he was terrible. Yeah. You well, think he would have taken just- – I mean, if he would have come here and pitched as well as he did against that one game against the Red Sox, what was he, he going to take crap for? It's and so thrown into, death. thrown into the fire. The guy's a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. If you don't want to, if you don't want to come here and be quote thrown into the fire, then then why are you pitching in Major League Baseball? This is my whole problem with Shohei Otani is that he doesn't seem to want the quote 
fire. So Andrew Heaney's pitching in irrelevance in Anaheim. He gets a chance to pitch in big games. The dude started the fucking Field of Dreams game, for Christ's sake. If he doesn't want that, go find something else to do with your fucking life. It's so it's so crazy to me that we have a class of writers who are not just class of reporters who are not just there and doing their job, but they're actually like highly regarded in the industry that have these takes and still have a job. Like what world are we living in? What what fucking world are we living in that Lindsay Adler is someone who is looked at as a as a premier reporter for the Yankees and she has this kind of take. Like, can I do that, please? He might have bought a Shake Shack back one day. Like, she must have been writing a story late, and he was like, "Hey, you know, I'll buy you a burger." Like, you're fucking cuck. He's a cuck. And now, and now I got to now I got to take a. But look, and I find this interesting, and this is probably why a lot of Yankee, well, not a lot, but the people that are in favor of Heaney coming back, because this is this is also in Rosenthal's tweet. Dealers for more than $8 million, the amount Robbie Ray got for the Blue Jays last year, Heaney, as Joel Sherman noted, has is viewed with a similar upside. What? Oh, Andrew Heaney's going to win Cy Young next year? Yeah, he's a potential Cy Young winner? Huh. Could have fooled me. So, we've talked, I don't know, we might have talked about this on here. I know I've definitely tweeted about it, is that a lot of people... They don't think for themselves. They just see mm-hmm. things that are written by people with blue check marks and be like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And the thing in Andrew Heaney having a resurgence, like a career year, a Cy Young caliber year, like Robbie Ray is one of those things. What did you see from Andrew Heaney that he can even be one of the top 50 starting pitchers in Major League Baseball, but he, let alone a guy that should win a Cy Young Award. Here's where the take gets squashed. Robbie Ray, you saw the potential in. Where? Show me where in Andrew Heaney's career have you seen a guy who needs a resurgence? He needs to first show the fuck up. He hasn't even shown up yet. Where are we getting a resurgence from? You have to be good first. Andrew Heaney has a career 4.72 ERA. That's only, garbage. His career ERA has only been under, under 4.15 once. And he's been in the league since 2014. So, yeah, please, Andrew, have a resurgence and give me a 4.15 ERA at the back of my fucking rotation for $8 million. Robbie Ray, Robbie Ray also... Uh, in the league since 2014 career ERA of four flat. And he actually had a few years. God damn it. He had a few years where he had a three, five, two, a two, eight, nine, a three, nine, three. And then obviously, you know, coming off some poor years, but had the two, eight, four. So he showed so there's you, the resurgence. He showed you, he had it in him. Andrew, he's never shown this. Never. Never the Yankees, and he he didn't even have a high strikeout rate with the Yankees. He had he had three ten strikeout games this year for the Angels, but the most strikeouts he had in one game for the Yankees was nine. The next highest was five. That's why they go. That's why they call you, you Stack Guy Rye. You know what it is? It's that people yeah, want to sure. show that people really are striving to show that they're smarter than everybody else. Like, well, I know you watched every game that he pitched for the Yankees, but I calculated but every game, but. But I 
I know because I, I'm smarter and I have smart. analytics. And, and I read I Joel know. Sherman and Lindsay Adler's tweets. No, you're not. Look, I follow Lindsay Adler. The harder you try to prove that you're smarter than everybody, just shows, just shows how stupid you really are. So can we put this to bed like once and for all? Like, even if, even if Andrew Heaney has the single greatest season in the history of starting pitchers for Major League Baseball, I will never come on this show and bash Brian Cashman for letting him walk out the fucking door. There's never. so many other things we can bash him for, and hopefully no more things are added to that this offseason where I would never even consider it. I would never even consider it. That would be the equivalent of Garrett Cole shitting the bed for the rest of his years here and then saying Brian Cashman should have never signed him. Right? We'd never say that. No, you can't say that because it's something they had to do. I mean, the guy had a high strikeout rate pitching for the Yankees because he he would go four innings and he'd have four strikeouts. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You're striking out one guy in an inning. Yeah, he's throwing four innings. Yeah. And how many home runs? Yeah, how many home runs did he give up? Yeah, Six in, in those four in innings? In that game that I was looking at, he gave up four home runs. So his strikeout to home run ratio is one to one. Yeah. Do you know what his teams final say? Game as a Yankee, three innings. Do you know what teams Four say? Four strikeouts, two home runs. So you, like, what are you doing? Do you know here? what teams say when he's announced as a starting pitcher? Thank God. We are going to start banging. <laughs> We're going to strike out. I thought strikeouts didn't matter anymore. Now they matter. Yeah, they matter on the other end. No, they don't matter for batters. They matter for pitchers. They only now. matter when it yeah, confirms but they shouldn't matter for pitchers when you're giving up home runs. It's like, you know, they don't matter for hitters because they hit home runs, but they well, should matter for pitchers when you're giving up home runs. Well, I'm sorry. That's why the whole ERA plus thing is such bullshit. Unless it's a free agent where you're looking at an ERA plus to see, you know, maybe you have a bigger ballpark that, you know, the guy's yeah. coming from a band box, something like that. But like people use ERA plus in the season to, to say a pitcher has been good. No, if you're pitching at Yankee stadium and you give up fucking 10 porch jobs, those are 10 porch jobs. Bad, no, you did a bad job, right? So you, uh, part of being a good pitcher is knowing how to pitch to the ballpark that you're in. Exactly. So then maybe if that guy gets released or he's a free agent and then a team wants to say, look, his ERA is high, but look at his ERA plus. He played in, he pitched in a band box. And, he, and like Oakland's looking at Right, him. exactly. That's when that's the only time ERA plus is relevant in any way. Right, because you're not going to sell me on ERA plus when... Mid-season uh, when he's stuck yeah, in the fucking... When he when he's made 20 starts for the Yankees and 15 of them have been at home and he's given up uh, 13 home runs. Well, they're all porch jobs. Well, great, stop <laughs> fucking throwing the ball and, oh, great. to that spot where lefties can hook it. Guess, guess what you have to do to be successful as a pitcher at Yankee Stadium? Not give up porch jobs. That's it. That's... Uh... Uh, Ryan, can you do me a favor? That's good. Uh... I dropped something off at your house earlier. Can you go downstairs and get oh, it? Oh, really? Yeah. At my it, front door? Yeah, it's important uh -huh. to the show. All right, if you say so. Mm -hmm. So while Ryan does that, the Yankees made some uh, other roster moves, uh, one of them being that uh, Darren O'Day declined his player option and then the Yankees declined their team option. Big deal. So, huh? Big deal. Yeah, I mean, I had high hopes for Darren O'Day here. I thought he could have been a useful piece, but he, he was he useful was when he wasn't hurt. Well, he he was, hurt. Well, well, but what was he hurt? Hurt. So he's gone, and um, unfortunately, uh, Brett Gardner, 
have we seen the last Guardy party? Because the same thing happened to Gardner. He declined his player option. The team declined their team option, and he is a, now a free agent. Uh, I think a lot of people still expect Guardy to come back, but uh, as of right now, he's not a Yankee. So, I mean, you can definitely speculate on whether he will be back. I know uh, I voted to dump him when, when he came up on the keep him dump him segment. I don't remember what you guys all do. You think said. it? Do you think it would definitely? Maybe not definitely, but do you think it would confirm somewhat the Bob Clappish story that him and Cole kind of went at it? No, if he doesn't come back. Yeah. Like, do you think that could play into something like this? No, because I think it's a sound baseball move. Yeah. Like, the Yankees are finally waking up and being like, look, it would be great if he came back, but we can't keep doing this. I mean, if Guardy hit 270 and, you know, hit 18 home runs last year and then they didn't bring him back and that story came out, then you could be, you have an argument, but Mm. he was, he was pretty terrible as much as you love the guy. Uh, but, we uh, we do have uh, actually, you know, I hate knocking a guy right before we're about yeah, to bring seriously. him on here. But uh, but are you the guardy? Are you there? Hey guys, how you doing, guys? I wasn't crying at all or anything. Guardy, how we doing, guardy? Are you crying? No, I said I wasn't crying at all. I just got something in my eyes here. Guardy, can you my walk throat. me through? Guardy, we only have a few minutes before we, you got to hop on For the jet. Be, uh, you got to re- yeah, the lease is up, right? You got to you got to return yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I got I got set it back, and you know they're they're running low on chips out there in the market, so I'm getting a good price for it too. All right, let me, walk me through this, Guardy. Why did why did you uh, why did you um, talk shit to Garrett Cole. Like, don't you think that? Well, you're- no, wait a second. See, that's see, that's that's a typical reporter type of, of of comment there, and it's just it's just simply something that I really I'd rather not you know get into right now. I think right now is not the best time for me to to talk about that with emotions hot right now, and uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, it's something that. You know, guys, I think I burned my George Washington Bridge out, out there with the, with what I did there, you know, and uh, it's, so, I feel like the fans aren't going to even think about me anymore because of what I did with Garrett. Let me ask you this, Gardy. <laughs> let me ask you this question. I didn't mean okay? to do it, Garrett. I swear. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. So, so if you thought it was out. funny to walk around with pine tar slabbed all over right. your face, right? You yeah, thought that right. was funny. So yeah. what if Garrett Cole mailed you an, un- an unemployment check? Would you find that to be funny? Touche. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Does he have, do you uh, have a mailing address out there in uh, Holly Hill? Yeah, I do have in Holly Hill. It's called 12 uh, Brett Gardner Drive on my tractor down there, Holly Hill Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Guardy, break the news here. Are you planning on playing baseball uh, in 2022? Yeah, probably for the Cucumbas. I've been playing hardball out there. I'm, I'm like, gee, baby. You ever see Hardball with Keanu Reeves? Uh, John Wick? Yeah, with John Wick. I mean, look, guys, I'm going to be playing somewhere next year. You, you, can, you, can, I, you can quote me on that. <laughs> you quote me on that. I'll be playing somewhere next year, and I'm going to be playing in warm weather. I'll tell you that. I don't know if it's going to be out west or if I'm going to go down south to, to Miami, but I'm going to be playing in a nice, warm climate. I'm going to be hitting dingers. All right, before we let you go, Gardy, um, 
we we have a request this because this could possibly be your last appearance on the show. Uh, one of our most loyal listeners, Don Sicario, it was his birthday the other day, so we want to wish Don Sicario happy birthday. He wants you to sing him happy birthday before you leave. All right, I just you know I am going to use this as an advertisement that since you know my future is up in the air, I will be doing cameos going forward. I'm going to be you know send me a request. I'll do a video. You send me some cash. So. Don Sicario, man, happy birthday to you. I'm going to miss you so much, Don Sicario. Happy birthday to the God. Happy birthday to you, Don Sicario. I'm, I'm losing it, guys. I'm losing it. I, I've lost it. The brechette's running. My tummy's aching. From all this crying I've been doing, all this ice cream I've been eating, and rom- I've been watching a bunch of rom-coms and sad movies. I just watched Forrest Gump. Now I'm going to watch Guardi, my I dog think- skip. Guardy, I'll say this, man. I don't know if you'll be back. And I and, and listen, I'll be honest with you. I, I like to shoot from the hip here. Okay, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to necessarily be sad if the Yankees move on. But I won't be upset if they if they sign you because because you're one of the you know out of all the guys, man, you've always shown up, and I wouldn't be upset if they brought you back on this team, buddy. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Uh, I really do. And Guardi, uh, you know, I played the most games. Don't forget that I played the most games for this Guardi, team. Guardi, you, you know, uh, do you listen to the show regularly, Guardy? Yeah, of course. All doing? right, so you know how we usually sometimes we talk about if the Yankees do this, then they're not serious about winning the World Series. Well, Right. Right. If they bring you back, they're not serious about winning the World Series. Well, now that I can't agree with there, Christian. All right. You know, I was Sorry, I was we, the only I was the only one on this roster, you know, that that, that won it in 09. All right. All right. How long so are, that's, I mean, that's right. how long are we gonna yeah. hold on to that? Until you're fifty? Yeah, just a little, just a little longer, all right. All right. Just a little you bit know, longer, all right. Guardy, we love you. We appreciate everything that you you've done for the show, but we're gonna but we know that the, the lease is up at the end of the week, so we'll let you hop on that Brett jet and take it around the world one more time. All right, guys. I'm gonna hop on my jet, I'm gonna get out of there, I'm gonna take a world tour. Bye guys. All right, bye, one Guardy. last ride. All right. Later, Guardy. Christian, I didn't see I didn't see anything on my front porch. Dude, dude I, I don't know. You took so long we had to bring Guardy on. Well, I had to look I was looking for her. I looked next door. Oh, uh, you just said you had Gardner on? He had to go. Are you I mean kidding me? Yeah, he had to come that's on. That's probably right? that, that might be that might be the last time I never got a chance to be a part of that. I know. I'm sorry, Ryan. You know, you took too long. You know, it's just like you guys never just like. Could... Oh, fuck, dude. It's getting delivered tomorrow. My bad. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Anyway, so Brett Gardner is now a free agent. Also, the Yankees released uh, DFA'd a, a slew of guys. Uh, Andrew Velasquez, who was picked up by the Angels. Tim Locastro's in Boston now. And, um, uh, Rob Brantley uh, was. They tried to outright him. He said, "Fuck you! I'm a free agent." And good for you, Rob Brantley. Uh, and uh, Greg Allen's in Pittsburgh now. Uh, thank you, Jesus, that somebody claimed Andrew Velasquez. Like honestly, like I don't go <laughs> to church anymore, but I I'm seriously thinking about devoting myself back to God because 
there must be a higher power in the world that we don't have to fucking hear Andrew Velasquez's name come up anymore. I think that's so unfair. No, it's not unfair. I, th- I really do. I mean, you want to a career. I said one five. Hold on. I said one fucking thing hypothetically in in uh, Lindsay Listen. Adler's viewpoint of Andrew Heaney, and you fucking jumped down my throat that it's not fair to the guy because he never said it. And now you're fucking taking the one guy who who was the spark of this team for a little bit of time, and you're just fucking wishing death upon him, pretty much. I never said that he should die. Pretty much, you did. I said that. Thank God he doesn't play for the Yankees anymore. <laughs> like Jesus, and it's, to, it's not anything personal with him. The guy's got a like. We just go back to the Heaney conversation. What did you see out of Andrew Velasquez that you don't want Corey Seager? You don't want Carlos Correa. You don't want Marcus Simeon. You want this fucking guy to be your shortstop? The guy's got a career 525 OPS. I know this is unfair to say about Simeon because he's had some really great years over the last few few years. He is not a guy that excites me. He He just doesn't seem like a guy who comes to New York and produces the way he has been. Simi- all right, so the op- give, all right, take take one of the two. I'm going to tell you that your starting shortstop has to be Andrew Velasquez or Marcus Simeon next year. That's completely it. different, Simeon. All right, so, oh, there you go. What are you doing? You yanking uh, during the show? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It's funny that Ryan switched to black now during the show. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ryan's video doesn't <laughs> pop up anymore. Something yeah, else no, pops no. up now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's actually... Works out nice for me. I get to yank during the pod. <laughs> so fucked like, up. Chris, like guys, fellas, right? Are are we not tr- are are we not trying to win a World Series here? Like as a fan, aren't yeah. you? Isn't your- well, I mean, look, Andrew Velasquez is not the starting shortstop of a World Series team. I'm sorry. It kind of goes back. Sorry, he's to, just not. It kind of goes back to the question I just asked about Guardy and. Um, if you think it's a sign that they let finally let him go after this report comes out and whatnot, and we don't know if they, maybe they do sign him eventually or, or whatnot, but I think at the end of the day, the Yankees are finally waking up and just saying, look, we got to cut the bullshit. And that's why, like, I'm sorry, but if Justin Verlander's like at the top of your list right now, I'm not saying he can't come back and be just as great as he's been, but like, when are we going to learn? And I feel um, like, I feel like with Guardy right now, like I said, down the line, if the Yankees just wanted to, to you know, solidify some depth, you have a guy in Guardy who stays healthy, stays you know he's reliable. But at the end of the day, it's like these things can't happen right now. They they are nowhere near on on the list of priorities. I mean, if the Yankees want to sign Justin Verlander, then he has to be on the top of their list because he's not going to be a free agent for long. Yeah, but what what I'm trying to say is, you know, you made the you made the best points in in the off season and at the time last off season and at the time I I disagreed with you because I saw the upside of everything, but we didn't get that upside. And your biggest point was that this team Cashman was just filling filling in more and more question marks. Justin, Ver- we can't we can't prioritize signing another question mark to this team. No, uh, it just can't happen. I don't care how good he is when he comes back. uh, No, Justin Verlander is not on the top of my list of things to do. Uh, 
because he's a guy approaching 40 coming off Tommy John surgery and it's not going to be cheap. People are talking that he's going to get like a two-year $40 million deal. So it's not going to be like some show-me uh, contract. So Plus, and, and look, this is all speculation, but I got to bring it up. We got a guy in Garrett Cole who came over from Houston after he dominated in Houston. He was great. He was good in Pittsburgh, but he really dominated in Houston. Then he comes to New York, and he becomes a little more hittable. I know the spider tax shit, whatever. Do we really want another guy from Houston who's now 10 times older coming off Tommy John and coming here? I don't know what they were doing in Houston, dude. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to speculate. All I'm trying to say is, what are they doing no, in Houston that Verlander fucking... You, you can't argue with me that Verlander... You want to talk about a resurgence? Not only did he resurge, he became better than he was, and that was that's saying a lot. You want to know what they're doing in Houston? What? Going to the fucking World Series every year. Yeah. Well, they're not doing it here in pinstripes. Okay, so... Uh, you, you know, you can't use that argument with me. Well, is Verlander a spider tack guy? Who the hell How cares? much is he going to lose off his shit? Use more. Use fu- I, I'm fully on board with you, dude. I think... When when does the CBA like come together and when does all that shit happen? Another month, I think. Like that's got to be something they talk about, dude. Because yeah, they, they do need to. They got to be able it. to use something. There's got to be a legal substance because it's bullshit that Shohei Otani. I say this all the time. Can hit and use not use batting gloves and have pine tar on the bat and then go out and pitch. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. What's the fucking difference? They got to be able to he, use something. So he doesn't use batting. I never paid that much attention. He oh, no, I'm not gloves. saying he doesn't. All I'm saying is what's stopping him from not wearing batting gloves and having pine tar all over his fucking hands when he goes out to pitch. He's a fucking moron if he, if he uses batting gloves, in my opinion. Uh, because then he won't be allowed to pitch because they check him for that shit. They're going to see it. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. Um, I, what were we talking about? Oh, Andrew. Yeah, I mean, look, Andrew Velasquez was a nice story. I mean, I was rooting for the guy. I mean, it was fun when he had those couple of big hits against the Red Sox in that homestand. But it's not sustainable. The guy's what is he on his eighth team in four years or something like that? Like I'm not, I'm not trying to knock the guy. He's made more of a career for himself than I ever will. But you know, if you want to win a World Series, he can't be. I mean, you can't sit there and tell me like that's my that's what I want as my shortstop. Like I'm so glad that he's not here anymore, so we don't have to hear fans weep for the fucking guy. There's only one way in ten years from now that we'd even remember the name Andrew Velasquez. There's only one we way. Found, we found out what sexual act he performed to get the name Squid. That's actually a second way. I forgot about that. But the first way would be if the Yankees won a fucking World Series this year. That story would have been great. He's a kid who came up from New York. He you know, was a spark in the lineup for a couple weeks. They won 13 straight. And they fucking dominated and won a World Series. And then you'd look back in 10 years and say, oh, my God, yeah, Andrew Velasquez. I remember that. I remember when he came up, but now who's looking back on the 2021 season? Who's ever going to do that to themselves? No one. We're not remembering Andrew Velasquez. 
I'm rooting for like on like, I'm not openly watch gonna watch Angel games and be like, yay, go Andrew. But like I hope the guy makes a home for himself yeah. there and has a productive major league career. I'm not saying I'm not hoping that he's you know working at a Kroger's in fucking two years. But you know, you have an opportunity. You're the Yankees, and you have an opportunity to land yourself a prize, a legit fucking prize to play shortstop. And as a fan, you know, you, you I, w- you know, honestly, like, I wish, like, when people tweet for Andrew Velasquez, I wish then you can, like, pull up, at, like, I just have a Rolodex of all their other tweets and find the one where then they, if they were somebody that said, how was cheap? Because now you want to play a guy that's going to be yeah, right. minimum at shortstop. Meanwhile, the Yankees want to, they want to give a shortstop $300 million. Here's what the Yankees have to do for me. Here's the, here's the top of the list for me. They have to go into the offseason, into the winter meetings, and say, and Cashman has to look at Hal and say, who do we want at short? And no matter what name they come up with, they get the guy. It doesn't matter what anyone else offers, they get the guy because they're the New York Yankees, and they're going to fucking buy their way into a fucking relevant team again. And if that guy is Carlos Correa... They get Carlos Correa. If the guy is Corey Seager, they get Corey Seager. But I'm telling you right now, if the guy is, say, Carlos Correa, and the Yankees have to settle for someone else because they couldn't get the guy they really wanted because it was too much money. Is Corey Seager settling? No, no. I'm not saying anyone's settling. What I'm saying is they need to pick a name. Who do they want? And they have to get him. The Yankees don't settle for anything. I don't care what the market is. No, oh, that's what I'm saying. What is settling? If Carlos Correa is one and Seager's one A, and they get Seager, is that settling? If if they go into a meeting and they say, "Look, Correa and Seager at the top of my list, either one I'm happy with," that's different. But if the meeting is Carlos Correa needs to be a New York Yankee, and someone outbids them, and then they have to go with Seager, as great as Seager is to to add to this team, it's fucking settling. That's not the Yankee way, and that's not the way I want to see them go into this offseason. If they got to go with Seager, it's got to be because because of other circumstances. I'm sorry. If that's if that's the scenario, what I'm saying. I don't think you're – I think if you, you rank them and they walk away with either one of them, whichever way they rank them, I don't think that's settling because you're well, – you're Well, why are they settled? Well, then – if they're let's just say hypothetically Correa is number one on their list and Seager's two, why are they having to go with Seager? Because there might be a team such as the Tigers who are so desperate that they might do something so ridiculously out of the realm of uh, normalcy that the Yankees are just like, all right, well we'll sign Carl, uh, we'll sign Corey's, uh, you know, we'll sign Seager. Then. Not acceptable to me. All right, well, Sorry, it's just not. You want to you want to tell me you're ready to win a World Series? You go out and get the guys you fucking want, not the guys that you have to settle for. You're not, yeah, but you're missing. You're still the, settling. You're, you're still well, settling, dude. You're acting like they went out there and then they were like, "Oh well, we're not going to get Carlos Correa." So Why we'll didn't they get him? Because they didn't open the checkbook enough. We'll uh, we'll we'll get Angelton Simmons again. Or we'll sign no, somebody like that. You're just that's, not getting that, my point. That no, I'm getting your point. Bro. Brian you Cashman are... needs to go out there and fucking take his dick out and show the world how big it is. I think he's gonna do that. He better. He better. 
but I'm not going to be like, if, if a report comes out, if they sign Seeger and then a report comes out in July that Cashman's dream shortstop was Carlos Correa, I'm not going to be like, they fucked up, they settled. I'm going to be like, they still went out there and signed a fucking premier free agent. They didn't. Yeah, on our end, like, on our end, we'll be fine with it because Corey Seager is a great fucking shortstop. But I, it, I'm talking about Brian Cashman. I'll be honest with you. This dude needs I, to save his job. Yeah, I don't think at he, least uh, in our eyes. I don't think he worries about that. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Stack guy Rice having some technical difficulties. Yeah, there's here. just so many technical difficulties lately. Um, what was I going to say? He didn't want I Andrew Yan- Tubin on the fucking thing in case his camera came up. I think the Yankees uh, might be leaning themselves towards Seager because uh, he's going to have to move off uh, shortstop soon. So you think that open that would open up the door for Volpe to come up eventually? Yes. Seager goes over to third. Why couldn't Correa uh-huh. do that? I don't know. Why how much older? He? How how old is Seager? Do you know? Let's find that out. You look up Seager. I'll look up Correa. How old's Correa? Twenty-seven. Is he that young? I think he is. Carlos Who's old. Is he old? Corey Seager. Yeah, he's twenty-seven. Corey Seager was born in 1994, so what is that? 27. They're both 27. They're both 27. Did Correa come up with the Astros? I believe, yes. Let's find that out as well. Yeah, I mean, you have two young guys. What makes Corey Seager, you know? I don't know. That's what I hear. That his range isn't going to be what it needs to be. Maybe he profiles more of as a guy who in the next couple of years is going to have to move over to third. Whereas Correa is more of an elite defensive shortstop. But I, I thought Corey Seager was since I, I wonder who's considered the, the most elite defensive shortstop right now. Andrew Velasquez. Yeah. Duh. Who had a neg, And that's another thing. Like, I, you know, we, especially defensive analytics, I can't stand them, but he had a negative outs above average. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That means he doesn't make routine plays, basically. Who? Seager? Andrew Velasquez. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm like, who are you talking about? All right, so um, other things here. We're going to play Brian. We got a clip from Brian Cashman. We'll play it in a minute here. But uh, I ran a poll or ugh, I ran a poll earlier in the week. Uh, we'll get to that while Stack Guy Rye is still incapacitated. Um Correa leads in. MLB shortstops in defensive war, by the way. Oh, well, there you go. That's At least going into last season. So. Okay, so which of these positions would be should be should be the Yankees' top priority in the offseason? Shortstop, first base, center fielder, catcher. Uh, fans voted 70% uh, shortstop. Uh, first base came in at 5%, center field uh, at 12%, and catcher at 13%. Um, Ryan, are you there? He's coming. He, he's coming back in. Oh, he's coming. Okay. He's coming. He's coming. All right. So we'll start with you, Chris, while Ryan finishes coming here. Um, which of these positions is your top priority for the Yankees? I chose first base. I don't know if that's uh, it's probably not the popular choice. Oh, clearly. Uh, clearly it's not in the poll. Um, but for me, it's first base right now because I feel like 
maybe it's because there's so many elite free agent shortstops and we kind of just we kind of know who's who our options are and who you know just like we were just kind of debating on settling and whatnot even if the Yankees have to settle they're still they can still get a guy who's an elite shortstop but for me first base has been such a fucking mind fuck for the Yankees over the last handful of years I need someone there I need someone there for for a while I need a stable First baseman who I can rely on. And for me, that's the number one thing the Yankees okay, need so right now. Okay, so let's say Matt Olson is the dream and Rizzo's the settling. You're going to be pissed if Rizzo's the first baseman? No, see year? that, but that's completely different because Olsen is, we're not talking about money. We're not talking about writing a check to someone. For Olsen, we're talking about what's his worth in terms of what the return's going to be. But what if Brian Cashman doesn't want to part with that one extra prospect? We told we you say no all prospects time. Pros- mean nothing to me right okay, now. So if he then. if he gives up on a on a prop, maybe here's but here's the thing. Then we can leverage and say, you know, risk to reward. Dominguez to me, if you have let's just say they want Dominguez and that's the hang up. Hype's hype's gone uh, off him, by the way. Oh, okay. Sorry. He's not even the top prospect in the organization anymore. Oh, that's great. Volpe, it would Volpe be Volpe. Is. Volpe would be the Volpe would be the one. I was reading some on Dominguez uh, the other day. the uh, The hype train has definitely slowed down, and he's not. And apparently, he's gonna, he profiles more as a corner outfielder, and those those types of prospects aren't as valuable uh, as guys that play up the middle. So, well, here's the thing, know. right? If here's why first base. I mean, the kids also what fucking eighteen and even play yeah. baseball last year. Because of COVID. Here's why first base could also be more, uh, more of a priority because you just said it yourself. Let's say they really want Olsen and they're going to give up Volpe, right? Well, okay. then we don't have a shortstop in the system. So then it shows us who we need to go get. And, and like you said, if Corey Seager's profiling as a guy who in a few years is going to have to move to third, we can't have that. Then we need to go after Correa. But I don't see that happening. They're not going to give all that up for Olsen when you have a guy like Rizzo who you can sign a check to who's a great player and an, and an awesome fit to this team. You know that already. There's more value in that than people give credit to, that Rizzo has proven himself to be a guy who just fits in New York. And so, no, it's a completely different situation there. I look at this question a lot differently than you do because I'm looking at what is currently on this team and I feel comfortable with DJ LeMayu playing first base more than I feel comfortable with anybody currently on this team playing shortstop. That's why shortstop is the most important one for me. And I thought that was a really good point that you made, and it made me think about it a little more, but at the same time, it still kills me to have a multi-gold glove winning infielder play a position that he never played before until he came to, to New York. And I just... Because are the Yankees going to move off of Gio? Like, is he really going to be the answer? I, I, I need DJ out there. I, he's not a first baseman. Will, he's not the I first baseman that I want. burn the fucking stadium to the ground if Gio Rochella is the starting shortstop for this team. So, then, so then now you're telling me if, he's going to, if DJ's going to first, now we need a shortstop and a third baseman? Unless you're telling me they're going to go out and get Correa and Seager then no, I'm not okay with that. I need first base locked up first. And the answer can't be Luke Voigt. No, he uh, no, he can't be the answer. We think we've been through that enough times now. 
But to me, it's shortstop. I mean, you have an opportunity, especially that you have these premier free agents there. You can't fuck this up. That's 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 the big difference because I think that you know when I first looked at the question, it was between first base and shortstop because they're lacking at first right now. The way the roster is currently constructed and their middle infield has been a problem for a few years now. So then the answer, then the question becomes, well, what is the best available right now? And the best available for them is to go out and get a premier shortstop. And then you ask, well, what, what prospects do the Yankees have available? And their best prospect available is a shortstop that shouldn't really be a part of this team yet. And they need to win right now. So they can then move that shortstop for a first baseman where that's the direction I think this team needs to go pick up a free agent shortstop, either Seager or Correa, and then you trade Volpe, you trade Peraza for Olsen. That's that's the way that that that, that I think that should be their main objective this offseason. I can't Sign disagree Correa with that. Or Seager and trade for Olsen. I can't and disagree be with that. They'll be able to get Olsen for Volpe or Peraza. Because if you're telling they, me... It might take both, but they can get Olsen with what they have. Because if you're telling me that Volpe or Peraza or whoever isn't ready for another few years. We've we've seen how quickly this window is closing over the last couple of years. 3 years from now means nothing to me. Especially if they don't win a World Series right. in that time. Because what are we doing? Then we're going to build a team around Volpe uh Volpe and an aging Garrett Cole. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. You have to win right now. Any prospect as good as they are means nothing it's to time. you it's, it has to be it's if time. you can sign an elite guy who who relieves another question mark relieving the question marks is the goal and that's why guys like verlander brett gardner uh andrew velasquez they mean nothing luke voigt they mean nothing right now any question mark that is on this team that isn't signed here means nothing to me that that isn't expendable and you know we talked about the rotation a little when we were texting and like Tyone is still a big question mark for me. I, you know, especially with this injury. I mean, so, so now we're going to what now we're looking at seriously looking at Verlander to what, I mean, to what be another question mark to, to bump out another question mark. It just doesn't make sense. And it's got to stop. It's good. We have to feel confident in this team without any question marks that they are ready to go, and anything happens throughout the season. Guys get hurt, whatever. But going into opening day of 2022, there cannot be any question marks on this team. I'm sorry, not one. Not one in a big I role. I mean, if you're, gonna, if you're going to look at the way that you can build this team realistically, you're going to have question marks in this rotation. I just don't think that there's going to be enough available starting pitching to make that difference. But there is no, there should be no question marks in your batting order. There are enough guys available and out there right now that you can acquire that should take away all of your questions that you have right. in your batting and your road in your in your position in players. your lineup. And but here's the here's the defense for the rotation having question marks. The question marks are guys that are here, right? They're not guys that we're going out and acquiring. So Severino, he really, I mean, I'm very hopeful that he's going to come back strong and have a really good year, right? But still a question mark. Tyone, they got him here. He's injured now. He showed, you know, signs of being a good pitcher, effective pitcher for this team. 
still a little bit of a question mark, but it's not like we're going out and getting these guys. When we have a when we have position players that there's so many holes and question marks, that needs to that can't be adjusted with bringing in other question marks. And that's why for me, first base needs to be addressed first because shortstop isn't going to be a question mark. We know who's out there and we know that we can get any one of them. First base is a question mark because we don't know who's available, what it's going to take to get a guy like Olsen, or if we're going to sign Rizzo. And we need to figure that out first. No, you don't. <laughs> Such um, a dick. And we lost Ryan again. Yeah. Oh, he's back. Uh, uh, I mean, the, now I'm back. I, I put, I, I don't get it. Like, I understand the fans hate Gary Sanchez, and I'm not dying on that hill anymore, but it's just not important. I mean, it's important. It's just not important. Because, Christian, though. who's out there? Who, 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 are we, who are we giving up? Who are we passing on to keep Gary Sanchez? Jan Gomes. Come on. I mean, is Jan I mean, Gomes going to be the, the yeah, reason? Yeah, I would like Jan Gomes, though. Yeah, but, like, is he going to be the reason why the Yankees do no, he's not make or break reason. win yeah, the World Series? No. So that's why... Um, would it no, be nice? No, I don't, no. Would it be great to get a guy like Young Gomes behind the plate? Fuck yeah. But is that a top priority right now? No. Can the Yankees, the Yankees win a World Series with Gary Sanchez behind the plate? Yeah, I think they... I, I mean, it, so. it depends yes. on what else mm-hmm. they do. The answer is yes. Improve center field. Here are the catchers. Say that again. You kind of cut out. You improve shortstop, you improve first base, you improve uh, ke- uh, center field, but Higgy and Sanchez are still your catchers next year. You all right with that? I'm more than okay with that because they're yeah, na- definitely. If they look, if the Yankees are, if they go into the winter meetings, they lock up all those other positions, and then they say we're still out on the hunt and we're still looking to make this team better. Do I want to see them improve behind the plate if there's someone better out there than Gary? Absolutely. I'm not saying the Yankees need to keep him. I'm not saying I want them to keep him. All I'm saying is right now, he's not the make or break of what's holding them back from a World Series. Okay, and his well and, or his replacement isn't going to swing that. Exactly that's exactly my point. As as high as much higher as a replacement for first base or shortstop. Exactly. Or even maybe center field. Well, you know, uh, Tony Palmieri agrees with you, Chris. He says, I really think the priority should be locking up Rizzo at first base. That's what his comment was. Tony, let's go have a beer. Um, Tony Palmieri? What did you say? Tony. Tony Palmieri. That's his name. Chaz Palmieri? You think he's Italian? He might, might be Italian. Okay. Okay. You got any other comments on this? I can't read this one on the show. Okay, I'll read it. Uh, it just no because a lot of people they don't know how to they don't know how to read. They keep saying pitching. Okay, so oh, okay. that was not that was not part of the uh, equation there, Chief. Okay. Um, Nick Barr says in order it's shortstop, first base, catcher, center field. You had it until you put catcher third, Nick. You had it. And Nick, I love you. But you're wrong. Uh yeah. So <clears throat> what uh what other topics do we have to hit today? 
Uh, Brian Cashman uh, had, you know, he met with the media today, and he said a lot of different things, but this might be the most uh, intriguing one for Yankee fans, Chris. What what was this on? SNY? He had a... What'd they fight? They, it looked like paparazzi were waiting outside his house to fucking interview him. Like, yeah, I don't even know where he is in this fucking... I think the GM meetings have started, so uh, that's where he might be. What was the... Do you know what the question was that we can preface with? What Was it about... What they're looking like? What was the dumb question that was asked? Are you going to be making this team better? Is that what the question? Are you was? poor or not? Okay, let's let's hit it. I've had conversations about uh, do I have a set budget? No, um, you know, but do I, you know? Do I have? I feel some direction. Yes, um, and clearly it was mission accomplished from last year getting under the CBT. So is the direction up? Well, it's going to have to be because uh, you know we don't have a lot of stuff coming off. So, uh, so, you know, obviously I think our, you know, I have some latitude. Okay. Can I just make two quick points? First of all, what a, you know, standing ovation for the great follow-up question is the direction up. Uh, I wish Brian Cashman looked at whoever that was and said, no dickhead, the direction's down. We want to plummet. What kind of a fucking dumb question is that? Okay. Yeah, latitude. I had latitude. He was talking more longitude. I don't. There's no other <laughs> clip to play. What are you doing? <laughs> no one's. Uh, uh, I guess he, he restarted <laughs> it there. Um, and the second point I want to make is I understand where he's coming from, I think, when he says, you know, we were successful last year with staying under the mission accomplished. But yeah, yeah, accomplished. Mission accomplished. Um, I mean, can you not read the room, Brian? Can you not read the room that, that we don't want to hear that? It looks that? like he's outside. So. Like, but. we don't want to hear that. There was no mission accomplished. So yeah. that just proves to me how much Hal and Brian come together and say, is this a business year or is this a fucking competitive year? Yeah, that, And last that year was a business us. year because mission right. accomplished, right? That shows that their goal last year was to get under that tax mission accomplished and, that was their, that and if was they their goal. yeah and if they mission won they won. did it okay. mission accomplished well now this is the this is the go for it year oh yeah so let's see let me better tell you be. something he said you know i have direction whatever the direction better be i don't give a fuck how much they cost get them that should be the only direction here's some other quick things that he he had to say um why why was this even asked i don't know but Somebody wanted to know if the Yankees dis, uh, had discussions with Jeter if he had to move the, uh, to move the center field towards the end of his career. Uh, I don't know why that's relevant to anything right now. Okay, it's not. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. Who are so, they going to move to the center field? I, I, are they trying to make a comparison, or they were just bringing this? I, up? I don't know. I'm just reading. About I'm just reading captions now. Uh, Cashman was asked if he can see. Uh, Volpe has a long-term shortstop. He says yes. Uh, according to uh, in reference to Anthony Rizzo, I know he liked it here. We liked having him here. He's also had one conversation with Rizzo's agent uh, about a possible Masahiro Tanaka reunion. Whatever is available in the open market is something we'll be forced to evaluate. Uh, Cashman confirms the Yankees have interviewed Rojas and Eric Chavez for coaching vacancies. And uh, what else? There was was that the only other one? There? Something kind of telling. If you really go back and listen to the oh, interview. Cashman says he's engaged to he's engaged with two separate agents on uh, free agent shortstops. 
Wait, hold on. Uh, did who's that other coach you said they were talking to with Rojas? Oh, Eric, Eric Chavez. Chavez. That'd be pretty cool. That that'd be a good uh, that addition. Cool. He was great when he was here. <laughs> um, he little was a telling when he was here. If you go back, ball, when he throws the ball at the pitcher, that was a meme. For a yes. While. If you go back and actually listen to the interview when he's asked about Tanaka, he said something kind of telling to me. That was kind of telling that he said, um, they asked him about Tanaka and he said something like, well, I don't want to speak, uh, you know, towards him in disregard because his season's still going or he's not technically off contract yet or something like that. It made it sound like he's in talks, but can't, didn't want to get into, into, you know, into trouble mentioning something that would cause Tanaka to get in trouble with something with his contract. If you Look, really go back and Yankees listen to really, it. I don't think the Yankees really wanted to lose Masahiro Tanaka last year. They just couldn't afford him. Uh, and I I feel sick even saying something like that. But it, that, if that was their mission to stay under this, the luxury tax last year, and maybe they had a nod, nod, wink, wink, go to Japan for a year, and then you'll you can come back in 2022. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounded like, to be honest. And I'm, ju- I'm just going off context of actually listening to his answer. All right, so would you want a reunion with Tanaka? Well, I said this in our text before. I, I can't argue with... I-, I mean, I'm on the fence because would Tanaka be another question mark? I don't know. But he's been... Look, he's had the issues with the elbow, but nothing ever happened, Knockwood. He's been reliable. And he's a guy that you can put at the right. back end of this rotation with Monty, yeah. where if you're telling me Monty and, and Tanaka are your 4-5 mm-hmm. in any way, that's a fucking solid back end of the rotation. Yeah, I, but then that's your, you're looking I'll at your rotation. Tanaka. That's your, you're looking at your rotation. It's Cole Severino, uh, Tyone, Tanaka, and Montgomery. That's your rotation. I disagree. I disagree with you. I actually mm-hmm. think they can go out and get a Robbie Ray and... Still they're not going to go sign Robbie Ray if they're bringing in fucking Tanaka. Where the hell are they well, going to pitch time, all these guys? By the time Tyone's back, one of those guys will be hurt. That's what I'm saying. Why don't we fucking drown him in the Allegheny River then and we don't have to fucking worry about it? Who, Tyone? Yeah, send him back to Pittsburgh and fucking give him concrete shoes. I hate that I'm like so high on Robbie Ray, but the guy had a good year. I'd be willing to fucking drown Tyone for him. Yeah, I mean, sure. What was last time? What's the last time? What happened the last time the Yankees chased a guy who had a career year in Toronto? What was the, and they signed him to a big money deal? What was the last time that happened? Jay Happ. Jay Happ. No, that was not Jay Happ. It was Roger Clemens. No, it wasn't Roger Clemens. And I'm glad that you blocked both of these blocked this on, out wait. of your memory. All right, hold on. Don't say it. Say, Ask the question one more time. When was the last time the Yankees chased a free agent coming out of Toronto, free agent starting pitcher who had a career year this. in Toronto and was completely average at best for the rest of his career and previous to it? Damn. I, it's fucking, I just can't think of it. I have no idea. I mean, I'm going to know it when you say it. Obviously, yeah. I would fucking hope that you would. Who? AJ Burnett. Yeah, but mm. here's why I don't put Burnett. In. I know Burnett's like a touchy subject, but they won a fucking World Series the year they got him. And like, I know he was a fucking, 
just an awful, just you think back on AJ Burnett and it sounds like a train wreck. But really, I mean, when when he was the one-two punch with CeCe, they won a fucking World Series, dude. So, you know what? Give me a guy. Give me an A.J. Burnett who's going to actually be the number two and, and help this team win a World Series and then let him be a fucking train wreck. It was a train wreck in 20, uh, 2009, too. Look, I can't. Here's another thing. I can't go into 2022 without a solid number two pitcher. And I know Seve has a world of potential, but he's still a question mark for me. I need a number two. Yankees are banking on Severino being a number two, and if he's healthy, him and Cole is the best. I mean, I I put that one two up against anybody. But again, baseball. but now you're contradicting yourself from last year. I'm not contradicting yeah, I, myself. I said yeah, if he's kind healthy, of hard though. Okay, Severino. I said healthy. yeah. I said if Kluber was healthy, he'd be a great one two punch. And you said, well, it's still another question mark, and I can't have that. I never, so now I'm telling I you that with Severino. First of Severino, all, if you want to hit the fucking rewind question. button. Uh, I said the Yankees are banking on it, and if he's healthy, I will put that one to oh, against yeah. anybody. One hundred percent. But are you are you comfortable going into the season with that one too? No, because we haven't seen Severino be healthy ever. So, but I'm telling you what the Yankees plan. You can't even is. say That's healthy what, through rehab assignments. You can. They can go into the season again with question marks if they want, but they have to then really add to this offense. Need to add. No, a they have pieces to, that you you can have innings eaters in your rotation. You have like to Tanaka eliminate to all back. the right. You have to eliminate all the question marks out of the starting lineup, and then if you want yes. to have them be in your rotation with high end pro, guys with high end promise, then I guess you. I I can't live with. You I, trade uh, for a pitcher at the deadline if you really look back good, or you're that desperate of another pitcher then that's you go why out honestly that's why i don't fucking get matt olsen i'm sorry i know people are gonna have like, what i go and sign anthony rizzo i save my chips for starting pitching i don't mm-hmm. i don't disagree with that one bit i don't disagree with that I one just, bit i really like olsen i really i'm really high on olsen yeah but, but what is it what could be the if you have anthony rizzo at first base say so hypothetically they sign anthony rizzo you still have everything at your disposal to go out there and get that one game changing. Who is it pitcher. though? Yeah, Who now, is it though? They have, but then they have to do that. But we then. all know those things materialized throughout the course mm-hmm. of the season. So if we you're telling me you're willing to give be up like Lu- Luis Castillo or some shit, if you're but telling if the Yankees me- go out there and they shoot their load, bringing in Matt Olson, you know, shoot their load as far as prospects. You're saying yes. Yeah. So if you're telling me the Yankees are willing to give up Volpe for Olson. Then I absolutely, and there's another pitcher out there that would solidify this rotation and make them fucking deadly, alleviate another question mark, and you're willing to give a Volpe for that person. I definitely would rather use that top prospect for a pitcher and sign Rizzo 100%. Personally, what I would do is I would call Max Scherzer's agent and I would tell him how many fucking chicken buckets this guy needs to come here. But I don't think he's a little fucking bitch. Let me tell you something. Why? Tell me why he doesn't want to pitch in New York. Why? I don't know. Why? But like, fuck you, first of all, let's let's say Max Scherzer was came here. Would you feel better? 100%. Like, dude, if Max Scherzer was on this team, you could fucking, you could fucking throw. Honestly, you could throw Hicks out there in center field. I'd be okay with it this year. But that's the thing. Like I don't know. Like now, people are back on the Luis Castillo train because remember he started off dreadfully, like in seventy or eight through the first month of yes. the season or whatever. 
Well, throughout the last like twenty starts, he pitched to like a two seven. So well, he's a good pitcher. I mean, he's he right. he would he profiles as a as a great number two for this rotation under Cole. So he's a guy that would excite me. You, all right, you trade in Volpe for him. Top prospect? <sighs> nah, I wouldn't. Probably not. Probably not. Like, how many elite pitchers are there? Well, that's that the thing. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That's what I'm trying to figure out. The Yankees would then give up their number one prospect for where I think a guy like Matt Olson is an elite player at his position that would match giving up a top prospect. I don't think there's a lot of pitchers out there that are worth a top prospect. I'm willing to take that. That are risk. actually available. Yeah, just, I don't, I'm not because the, the, the so people just, in charge of making those you decisions have Anthony, failed. You hate Anthony Rizzo. You hate him. Because he's not I think vaxxed. there's better options. I think there's better options than Anthony Rizzo. Oh, I'm not really disagreeing with Matt that. Olson. No, but, I think but, Matt but Olson I wouldn't be. Yet. But hold on, though. I wouldn't. If they sign Rizzo, I'm not going to be like, fuck, man. Why did they do that? Yes, that would Matt still be Olson a, a is great a move. Better, and they could use those prospects. Matt Olson is better than Anthony Rizzo. No one's disputing that. But, but maybe you can get Sean job, Manaya. You might be able to get Sean Manaya from the. Athletics what Ryan's saying, really what Ryan's trying to say is, and I don't disagree with it, is that the reason why he's pushing so hard for Olsen is because he doesn't trust that they'll sign Rizzo and then use the pieces they would have used for Olsen mm-hmm. to bring in the right guy in the rotation. He doesn't trust right. them to do that. And I don't, I, I don't disagree, but if there's always a guy or two out there that you don't even think imagine couldn't even imagine would be available like Andrew Heaney <laughs> no that that all of a sudden become available and maybe Cashman kind of fucking goes to these yeah. meetings and and finds someone available that he wasn't expecting to and it's a big yeah, time true. pitcher uh, uh I misspoke on the last episode that um I got a little confused with the timeline Aaron Judge is actually a free agent at the end of this season here who is? Oh, wow. Aaron Judge. Uh, that needs to be addressed, too. It's not going to be. That's kind of fucked up, don't you think? I mean, it should have been addressed a while ago. A while like ago. They're, they're, they're probably going to let him hit free agency. You know, sh- joke's on them, because if they really addressed it before this past season, they could have really had a much more friendly team deal. But now, I mean, Judge came out. MVP candidate, if he has another good year, you're fucking paying out your ass for him. I don't think he would have signed a deal off of uh, 2020 anyway. You don't know that. That would have been dumb on his part. You don't know that because he's a lot older than we we think. How old is he, 40? No, but I mean, he's, what, 30, going to be 31? What is he, the kid from Benchwarmers? I am 12? (laughs) You know, he... Maybe he would have. Maybe he would have said, shit, you know, I'm fucking keep getting injured. I can't stay on the field. Maybe, maybe I should just had, do it and lock it maybe up. He, and, maybe he had a brain like the rest of us that actually paid attention and realized what a bunch of bullshit his fucking injuries actually were. He's going to be 30, you know? Okay. So don't Or sign don't here's sign the guy him. I'm, here's the one move I'd make is fucking Freddie Freeman, dude. Let's splurge yeah. on Freddie. Wait, Freddie Freeman's not a free agent. Yes, he is. Is he? he? Is. Oh, yeah. dude. That's you don't, the guy, dude. You don't hear anything about him because I think it's pretty... I 
think it's yeah, pretty much yeah. A lot and he kind of he was talking to Acuna, uh, I think, during the World Series celebration. He's like, "We'll do it with you next year." He basically, you know how Anthony, I'm saying, you know how Anthony Rizzo came here and he's just a fucking Yankee. Freddie Freeman would yeah. come here and just be a fucking Yankee. I'm telling you right now. Oh, yeah, so I mean, Jesus, dude, I would love fuck. I think he might be my so my top good. option to play first base, but I just don't. I just don't think he's leaving Atlanta. But if he's not on Atlanta next year, he better be on the fucking Yankees. Yeah, that's true. No, if he's go, if he's if he's flirting with other teams, Brian Cashman better be uh, winding yeah. and dying. See, this guy. here here's another reason why I think first base has to be a top priority. The shortstops are going to play the market where you have a little anybody more. Anybody can play first base. Nobody cares. And shut the fuck up. The the shortstops are going to play the market against each other and let someone set it, and they're going to take their time. First base kind of right, needs to be yeah, addressed right be away because you wait too long on Rizzo. He's, he could sign somewhere else. You wait too long to make a move on Olsen, and then you don't sign Rizzo, and he goes somewhere else. You're fucked. And then Freddie Freeman's probably going to sign right away. So... Lock up first base first because you know the shortstops are going to take their time. Okay. Right or wrong? Yeah. I could, see it, I could see the shortstop market playing out very slowly. Like, the Yankees need to figure out what they want at first. If it's going to be going after Olsen to see what it would take, they need to be able to either make the move or pass on it quickly so that they can sign Rizzo. That needs to happen quick. The shortstops are going to be like, you know what? I'll wait. I'm going to wait a little. They're, they're in the best fucking situation to just wait it out. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but you you can, if you wanted to look at the question from that perspective, that's fine. But the way I looked at it um, was what's the, what needs that? You need a shortstop a lot more than they need to. Yes, that is true. Get a first baseman. That is not true. a lot more, but they need they need a shortstop. No, no, I'd say a lot more. I mean, they need to lock something up over there. Oh uh, God, fucking! All right, <clears throat> I think that was everything. That's, that we really that's, uh, oh, we you put out a tweet to asking people to contribute to the show, didn't you? Yeah, no, I did. I'm trying to think of like other things that we were trying to. No, I think that's it. Here. Carlos Correa was in New York for the UFC fight over the weekend, in case you care. Okay. I don't. Okay. 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 There's some Japanese slugger that people are creaming over, in case you care. Okay. I don't. Okay. I got to say, I'm fully on board with your mentality with Correa now. I'm, like, fully on board where to a point where I'll actually be a little upset if the Yankees don't get him. I hate his fucking guts, but you're right, dude. The dude's a fucking winner. The dude shows up. I need a guy like that on this team. Yeah, I mean, he's never played more than 110 games in his career. Really? Correa? It's hurt a lot. He's got a back. I think he's got a back issue. No, he broke. I think he. I think he actually broke a rib getting a massage once. What the fuck was the girl doing? <laughs> Joey Gallo, here's Joey Gallo won a Gold Glove for uh, right field this year, even though he didn't play uh, right field for the last two months of the year. Yeah, there you go. And possibly the best right fielder in the American League wasn't even nominated. Okay, such a joke. Yeah, really. Tim Loca- we said this earlier. Tim Locascio was cleaned by the. He played 100. F- Hold on, Correa's played 153 games in 2016, 148 games last year. Okay. If he, you say so. He's good. 
Well, that's what the internet said. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to think for myself anymore. I'm only going to go by what blue check marks say. And hold on, here's Corey Seager. Ready? 157 in 2016 when he got his first full season. Then 145. Then 26. Then 134. Then 52. And then last year 95. So there goes that argument. Yeah, Seager was hurt last year. Yeah. This past season. Yep. Okay. So we were going to talk about how your mom's a slut, but not Ryan's mom. Right. I told her that. I screenshot your text. What did she say? She said, Christian's hilarious. (laughs) I could. Whose mom is he talking about? Your mother loves me. She does. All right, uh, the Kobani brothers here. We'll we'll start with them. I fucking uh, love Joe Kobani Gold. We, uh, we were supposed to record last night. We couldn't we couldn't make it happen. So we were just like, hey, if anybody wants to contribute to the show, let's rock and roll here. Joey Kobani says, "What are the Yankees doing for center field? Do you think we keep Hicks and Guardy? No. <laughs> Fuck no. That's the that's the answer. Um, there was another um part of that interview with Cashman and I couldn't find the tweet but uh, Cashman said that they're, the Yankees are prioritizing shortstop and center field. That's, I mean, I mean, you want to talk about a fuck, you know what, good for Cashman though. He's finally letting the ego go a little bit and say, I know I love Hicks, I know I tried to make it work, but I'm finally going to move on. I mean, move on from him as a starter or is he going to move him? I don't, like he's, he's just gonna but dude, them. do you mind? Do you mind Hicks as a depth piece? Yes, I said this last time, bro. You trust the guy even to be fucking healthy to play eighty games for you next year? Uh, yeah. Mm. I mean, I'll take that risk. He's a switch hitter who plays a good defensive outfield. If I can have him on my bench, yeah, I'll take it. I mean, yeah, you'll take it, but he's still. I you're you're talking because you got to. No, I don't trust him. But do I trust some Joe Schmo? I'm gonna get from from free agency to be my yeah, fucking. Dude, I mean, fourth could, outfielder. I mean, Give me a third could, outfielder first. What if we just have to sit back and wait and see if Greg Allen makes the Pirates? Don Sicadio. Don Sicadio. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, bro! bro. Yeah, happy birthday, man. Uh, Ryan, you missed it. Guardy sung "Happy Birthday" to Dunks Carrier. Oh, really? Oh, that was nice of him. Um, I'm okay with not signing one of the big shortstops if it means adding to the all the other weight. Nah, fuck out of here. These are the <laughs> damn Yankees. We'll start acting like it and add to add whoever the fuck is going to help this team win a championship, regardless of how much cash they have to spend. Bada bang, yeah. dead on. <clears throat> Can we get a exactly. can we get a Patrick impersonation? Hello, fellas. Tune into the fellas. Is that him? Great to hear that you fellas are back. New season. Who do you think we should sign to improve us? Uh, pick three p- different positions. Oh, well, we kind of did. Shortstop, center field first. Yeah, and we I'll and we went Matt through Olson, that. Cattell Marte and Carlos Correa. Ooh, right. give me those three. I'll be happy. I'll take it. Okay. Never happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Carlos Correa is at the top of my list. I would love the. I mean, honestly, like I would rather the Yankees sign Rizzo than trade for Olsen only because, like I said earlier, I'd rather them save their pieces to trade for starting pitching. And if you want to bring in Marte to play center field, fuck it, let's go. We're for the it. only assholes who do a, who can do a show 
on November 9th with pretty much nothing and run it and run it an hour and 20 minutes. It's pretty That's impressive. We got, we got content, sucker. We got cucked. Uh, all right. <laughs> we got cucked in. Yeah. All right. I, I would like I would like the Yankees speaking as cook show Walter here. I, I would like the Yankees to go out and get Freya. I like him. He's a good pitcher. A <laughs> and B underscore three oh three by y- by y'all's assessment with uh much of this the same team coming back. Do you think the Yankees contend next season or do you not believe with the pieces in place they can? With the pieces in place, absolutely not. And I'll and I'll go as far as to say this. I know it's a fucking shitty way to look at things, but until the Yankees prove otherwise, I'm sticking with my mentality of I'm not expecting anything anymore. No, I'm expecting. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not expecting them to to get guys. I'm saying expecting them to to be successful. No, I am. I'm expecting a lot this year. This is a well. Well, you're well. Them. You're setting yourself up for I don't for give a, a huge fuck. heartbreak. I don't fucking care. Then I want what I want now. I want no, what I want. Yeah, no they did, f- but they definitely can't win with what they have currently on this roster. They need to make some major improvements because yeah, I would you know, say this was this was the year really for them to win. Because look at the. I mean, look at what the an World embarrassment. What an embarrassment I mean, of a year. Good congrats to the Braves and all of that, but they didn't really have a heck of a whole lot of talent on that team that was worthy of, you know, or even just you go on the American League side. This was the year really for the Yankees to take advantage of a weaker American League, and they didn't. And now it's just going to be another year of experience for these young teams like the Blue Jays and the White Sox to really yeah, you're right. find their pieces. So this is a this is just such another big year. So the expectations on my end are very well, high for this. Team. The Braves we were the to go out. The Braves are the prime example of if you make the postseason in baseball, anything can yeah. happen. And if you get hot at the right time, you can win it all. I mean, they lost, and they, and if you make the right moves at the deadline, that's going to go a long way for you. And they listen, did. They made some can, great moves. You can go back. You can go back mid season before the All Star break to our shows, and I said the Mets are fucking killing themselves. Because they're mm-hmm. sitting in a division where where two good teams are playing that. well under their potential, and they could have put them to fucking bed by the totally All Star break. That. And I said the Braves are too good of a team, regardless of injury, to just sit below or at five hundred. You're letting them back in it, and they're going to take advantage of it. And they did, and they fucking won the World Series. So the fucking Mets, right? That you bring them up uh, are still looking for a general manager. Right. No they one wants to do it. Nobody wants. Look, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they might have to call you. I mean, I'll I believe it. Was, she, I think she's the Red Sox assistant GM. I forget her name. Yeah, you but said it. She'd be the only, the second woman GM in Major League Baseball history, and get to fucking GM a team in New York. And she said no. No. Yeah, that's she said crazy. No. She said no. She said, no. and now today it comes out the Mets are the their quote favorite that they want to give the job to left baseball four years ago because he didn't fucking feel like his heart was into <laughs> it anymore and went to go be a lawyer. And this is the guy they want to give the job to. <laughs> what happened to being and a lawyer? Heart wasn't is- in it. He sounds what? like he's I said, what happened to him being a lawyer? His heart wasn't in that either. He sounds like a real fucking winner. And all I hear from uh, Met fans is like, when I'm, because um, uh, when we said Correa was in New York for the UFC fight, and I tweeted, um, you know, he should just look for an apartment while he's here, save himself another trip. And Met fans are like, yeah, because he's coming to play for us. 
you don't even have a GM. You don't even have anybody that wants to take the fucking job. You know, handle that piece of business <laughs> right. before you want to jump in and talk about signing top level free agents. And the Such Mets would do some show. dumb shit, like give Correa $300 million and bring back Javi Baez and have three fucking shortstops <laughs> playing their infield. Just when, they would do that. Just when Mets, Mets fans thought they had like a glimmer of hope, they got an owner who actually wants to spend money. It just goes to shit faster than they could even fucking be excited for it. Look, you want to, you can knock Hal for any number of things. You want to say that he doesn't want to go over the luxury tax. He trusts Cashman too much, blah, blah, blah. But the one thing you can't say is for him to sell the fucking team because Met fans have wanted that for decades. And look, it got fucking worse for them. It's unreal. It's so the grass isn't always greener. At least we know, we know what Hal's basement is. Hell's basement is spending up to the luxury tax and getting into the postseason every year. That's his basement. God. I know that's not think something about, we think about a red flag too. Sorry. And again, I know that's not something we strive for as Yankee fans, but if that's his basement, is it really that bad? Right. I mean, think about how, how it could be like the Mets have the richest owner in baseball and nobody wants to take the fucking guy's money. What does that tell you? Yeah. The organization is just what's that going to do? What and what's that going to do to sign a free agent if they're seeing that that they can't hire anybody? Yeah, that's, what's the appeal to be a, to be a New York probably Met? Should have taken the job, have refused. What's why the, am I going to play here? What's the appeal? Playing in New York? Guess what? New York sports fucking suck lately. Yeah, New York's not the same really anymore. It's not. It doesn't really have that. Gabe could do it right now. Okay. All right. All okay. right. Okay. All right. Gabe, go ahead. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, really, all you need to know about New York sports is how people wanted to fucking blow Mike White after that game. <laughs> like, they were lining up to blow this guy. Yeah. Yeah, really. I Mike know. fucking well, White. Look at the Knicks celebrating after they beat the Celtics their first Bing game of bong. the year. Like they just won the fucking NBA Finals. Is that not the most annoying thing you've ever heard? Bing bong. What's that? After the Knicks win, that's what they do. They go, bing uh, bong. Oh, Hey, I was just, Jesus. I know you have to read a, another comment real quick, but I was just scrolling through Twitter, Rye. Something mom. you might want to look into. I'll send you the link. Uh, mm-hmm. Headline here, brothel offers free sex session to nice. patrons who get the COVID vaccine on site. Uh-huh. Wow. So wait a minute. Wait, wait a second. If you go and get vaccinated, you get to fuck a hooker for free? Yeah. Wow. Is it the Johnson & Johnson? How much are they paying the hooker? And no thanks. Yeah, are you got, do you get to be picky on which one you get? Yeah. Or do you have Wow, that's that's pretty Do you get the you get like Pfizer and then have to come back two weeks and then and then you get the other one and then you get to Yeah, but like but I'm definitely not interested. But what was the name of that brothel? <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, here um Gabe Cabani of all the available free agent shortstops, which ones would you want? Which one would you want the Yankees to sign? I think I, I'm on Correa. That's yeah, my, as, uh, as that's much my as top. I hate him, I'm ah. not gonna. He's gonna be my number one. Yeah, I mean, it's, it has to be. How like could you numbers. not? How could you not? But I do like I do like Seager. I wouldn't be you know mad if, if Seager no. fall back. Man, I I I would be totally you know. Better. 
excited to have Corey Seager on his team too. But with the it probably moving him to third base at some point. But Correa, you would have a yeah. solidified shortstop oh, for yeah. years. All right, I guess we have to read the last one from Eric Bardis. Ryan, you didn't chime in on this on social media, so maybe you can answer it. Uh, who has the most home run power out of the fellas? Mm, uh, well, if we're talking at, uh, we're talking Yankee Stadium home runs, I give the edge to Chris as a lefty uh, hitter. I'll say this: if we're going, if we're going to Houston and playing with the right field with the with the smaller left field, I think I have the edge. Uh huh. No, I think you should do brother home run derby. Let's okay. do it. All right. All right, let's and the loser derby. gets okay. kicked in the nuts five times by the winner. Okay, deal. All right, we'll do a we'll do a home run derby. Okay, let's wrap this fucking hour and a half, dude. What are we doing? Having fun, having fun, talking, talking, baseball. Fun. Yeah, talking baseball. All right, so our next show will line up to be the uh, weekend of the twenty first. So uh, you know we're back. We're going to every other week uh, through the off season here. Uh, maybe some shit will happen, and then we'll have to come back sooner. We'll see what yeah. happens. Um, but if you missed the announcement last week, the show will be back full time in 2022. The uh, show must go on. We uh, we signed a deal with a network, and uh, all that information will be coming out shortly, uh, probably before the holidays. You'll know every last detail of it, but the show will be back in 2022 if you missed the last episode. Uh, and if you missed the last episode, you probably don't give a fuck that we're coming back anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. thank you very much for listening to episode 259 of the NYYST podcast. Please go to Twitter, follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk, NYY Sports Talk com. Yeah, that's it, I think. It's only <laughs> been it for five years. Slash shop, go check out the merch and um, uh, <clears throat> patreon.com slash NYYST become a patron of the show uh i'm running out of words to say so sgr go yanks chris say goodbye